Dear Diary, today I interviewed Lucky. He's been a mascot for five years. Mascotting wasn't his first career choice, but he's grown to love it. Take a listen. How long have you been a mascot? My mascotting was my first job, uh, and this upcoming season will be my fifth uh, season. Nice. And so what was it about mascotting that, you know, called to you? <laughs> you know, like when I w- went to go for the job interview, um, actually, I wasn't even going to go to a job at all that uh, that year. I was actually recommended from a friend in high school. She gave me a uh, application to fill out. And whenever I was filling out the application, uh, mascotting was like fifth or sixth on the list, actually. So I went to the interview um, and, you know, I had concessions, ushers, fat boy, clubhouse manager, you know, before mascot. And I went to the interview and they said, hey, come to mascot tryouts. So I did that and uh, they said I had a pretty good tryout. And then a few weeks later, I got the call. And so it just kind of fell in place. I wasn't really looking forward to it, I guess. I'm not looking forward to it, but it just kind of all fell in place. So when you first started, were you a little bit reluctant or, I mean, once you got in the suit, like you felt like confident and like comfortable in it and that you could do it or? No, I definitely felt like comfortable in it. You know, I got some, I had some nerves, you know, my first couple of games. For the most part, I felt pretty comfortable in it. The tryout was fine. Uh, I prepared well for the tryout. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, I was uh, pretty comfortable. I, I just, it caught me by surprise since I didn't, you know, didn't sign up for it. Exactly. So what do you feel like they saw in you that you're like, yeah, like, did you just meet the height requirement or what? No, I'm actually pretty tall. I'm uh, six foot four. So I usually don't fit in like most mascots because, you know, like it's, you know, around five, five, ten, you know, six foot that I'm usually pretty tall. No, yeah, you are definitely one of the taller ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It caught me by surprise, like I said. Uh, and I just, you know, I was looking for a job and... I took it. <laughs> so currently, are you the only one in the suit? Now I am. Yes. Uh, whenever I was first starting off about five years ago, I actually wasn't just lucky. We have a couple of different mascots. And uh, yeah, right now I'm the only one in the suit. And if, you know, they need to fill in, uh, sometimes, you know, somebody else goes in. But I usually, at every single game. So yeah. Is this currently like your only job? Is it your full time job? I mean, it's it's labeled as a part-time job, but this is like my main job right now. I do like other work like photography and uh, doing like designs for people and videography and stuff. That's just, you know, if somebody contacts me, I'll, I'll do it for them, like a senior pictures or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So do you see yourself? I know you were you said you were a little bit reluctant at first. I mean, it was it wasn't the top at the top of your list. But I mean, now do you feel like you might go after like a full time career in mascotting if it comes up? Yeah, I haven't ruled it out. If the time, place, opportunity is good, I'll definitely take it because I love the mascot. But right now, I'm also in college and uh, I'm you know earning, trying to earn a degree and pursue a different career. It's still in the sporting like industry, but uh, not mascotting, of course. So. Yeah. Five years. I feel like that's that's a, a while. Do you and your team try to keep your identity a secret? For the most part, yeah. We have like a few exceptions. Say like before a, a game where I have a skit or whatever, I, sometimes like I go to fans or umpires or the opposing team uh, like out of suit 
to like go over the skit with them and you know uh keep them all up to date about what we're going to be doing other than that i mean i'm i'm pretty quiet in the suit uh nobody really knows you know who i am i do talk to some little kids in the suit uh for a skit that we do actually we have like little luckies it's like these five-year-old kids that dress up uh like lucky and they uh they kind of follow me around like i'm the mama bird so i talk to to the kids uh and you know uh, keep them up to date about what to do and stuff like that. I love those skits where they bring out like the little ones. And <laughs> I mean, I know there's the mini mask. I mean, there's a couple of them that wear the full on suits, but it's funny to see the <laughs> the little mascots like with the face cut out. So they're actually like you could see their faces and stuff. So <laughs> those are always cute. That's a little lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have a, a routine now like you said, like mentioning with like your skits and stuff, what's the usual like routine before you jump in the suit? Do you have like a ritual? Do you have like a special diet or anything? I feel like I haven't covered this like in a while, but you said that you you talk to like the opposing team or the umpires if, if you're, you're going to do a skit with them. But like what else do you do to prep before a game? Well, like way beforehand, uh, I look at certain like schedules uh, on certain nights. We have like theme nights and stuff. I look to see what we need extra prep for. So, for example, on like some theme nights, I have to, you know, uh, have a certain like costume on for lucky, like a Halloween. You know, I dress up as a pirate or a fairy or, you know, something. And then uh, on regular game days, I usually just text my boss, try to figure out like what skit or dance routine I'll be doing uh, that game. Uh, and once we got that, you know, set in place, I'll, you know, talk to people I need to talk to whoever is involved skit and then we have a uh, pre-game meeting with the entertainment staff and production people uh, just kind of go over like the entire game plan and the skit you know is involved with that and then um after that we go up to the locker room uh me and the other mascots we stretch and while we're stretching we just kind of talk about the game plan like you want to take a break during this, you know, this time because uh, we don't have a skit or whatever and something else is going on. So and diet wise, I try to keep in shape definitely during the off season, you know, so whenever I go back, I'm not killing myself, you know, <laughs> the first weekend. So, oh, yeah, yeah, know. definitely. I get I can't imagine like taking an off season like I know and it happens like with everyone. And I see like, I mean, so dumb. Oh God, I'm going to mention Cosmo again. Cosmo is my favorite. So <laughs> I'm over in LA. He's the LA Galaxy mascot. And his whole thing is that he likes tacos, right? So I guess like now that they've posted the schedule and the season's like coming back soon, um, they posted like some fat pictures of him <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm really out of shape. And then so they made this whole video of like how he got back into shape and stuff. So uh, I mean, that's that's cool and funny to see. But yeah, like I, I can't imagine if you're not like a fit person. Some people like aren't fit. Like they're, they don't like that lifestyle, but you know, you got to stay fit for this job. And then in the off season, you kind of fall off the wagon and then you got to get back on. Oh man, that's gotta be tough. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So who comes up with these skits and per promotions or, or performances? Like, is it you and this whole team? Because you mentioned other mascots. So what's the process in that of coming up with these skits? Well, first of all, skits are uh, fairly new to like our system at at um, our ballpark a couple years ago we had a terrific art manager he's terrific uh he took over the coo chief operating officer position once he took over that position he started making a lot of changes trying to get more fans and stands and stuff like that he called us in and he said that he wanted us mascots to be a part of that 
And to do that, we need to start doing like more and more skits and stuff like that. So when it comes to like who who makes it up, we get a lot of a lot of inspiration from like the world's best mascots, you know, like Orbit or San Diego Chicken, Fanatic, Baby Bull, you know, stuff like that. We get inspiration from them, uh, then you know, kind of put our own twist on it. And then we also have a few skits that we uh, brainstorm uh, and create just completely original like we think what what would be funny if we were a fan fan sitting in the seat what would be funny to watch out there so that's that's basically how we come up with it just doing some research and then also doing a little bit of brainstorming oh yeah definitely and then so when you're coming up with these things and you're brainstorming i mean like i always ask like has any idea ever been rejected and if if you have any (laughs) please share Actually, I don't really have any that was uh, rejected. Um, we've, we have had a few that we like practice for and never really got around to it because sometimes you just have to have that right situation and stuff. But no, I don't think we've re- really had anything uh, rejected. Uh, we, we've had stuff that we, we've done and like, I guess, polished up, you know, to make it better, but nothing completely rejected. Yeah. And do you have like a crowd favorite now? I, kn- I know you said that you were adding more like a few years ago, you know, you started to like add more. So do you see like a specific like fan, fan pleaser, crowd pleaser? You know, there's not really a single thing. Different things please different types of people, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So like, I guess like kids, they like enjoy like the pratfalls or like getting into like a mascot fight with the other mascot or something. And then, uh, some like my teenagers think it's funny like when I steal a, a hat from somebody or like a college student you know they're just sitting down I steal a hat and I you know mess with them uh that way um and then like usually the the older older people uh older fans like you know dances and it, they also like the stealing stuff too uh pranks I do a bunch of pranks that like I said there, there's not really a single one you know just different stuff pleases different people and it depends on like the crowd that night so Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, older people love to dance. I've made that like I was like just recently noticed that like observation. I mean, I kind of like always seen it. But like lately I was like, man, I was like, old people like love to like dance. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But so <laughs> um, do you have a favorite like event that do you that you go to? So not just the games like or do you go to like 5Ks or like parades or community events? Yeah, I, I do a bunch of events, especially like during Christmas time or like at the beginning of the season, try to, you know, promote the season a little bit. I wouldn't say I like the ones where there's a lot of people and they all like me, you know, like sometimes I go to an event and uh, there's just so much stuff that I'm just kind of just standing there in a the corner, you know, or I go to an event and there's four people that show up the whole time and I'm just saying why why am i here but uh as far as like my favorite time or favorite appearance ever um i would say i went to a southern illinois university basketball game uh where they had the mascots play at halftime and that was just a blast you know there's four thousand five thousand people uh in the stadium i actually probably more than that i don't even know It, it was just you know a blast playing that game meeting all the different mascots uh and i actually got the uh game winning shot that that time so that was definitely fun <laughs> no yeah that's awesome i recently went to uh it was a university mascot party and i i didn't i didn't know what they were gonna do like at halftime and they played a basketball game and i was like well this is new because i've seen like 
mascots play hockey i've seen mascots you know like do football and stuff but never <laughs> basketball and i was like how are they gonna see and it was so funny because like you could see like all the mascots like just like looking up and it was like yeah like you know where they see from so it was their heads were a little bit too tilted to see what was going on yeah <laughs> so it was really funny and i was like oh man and i had never seen that before so but i thought it was awesome so yeah and it's probably got to be really challenging because <laughs> they weren't yeah. making a lot of shots and i was like uh <laughs> yeah dribbling the ball is definitely hard because you don't know where it's at <laughs> yeah there's a lot of noise so it's hard to keep track of definitely <laughs> no yeah i mean spatial awareness and stuff i think you have to be like really like at one like with your suit because like the big shoe and everything or like if you're or just yeah it's hard it's hard enough to be like where am i in space but now where's this big suit in space like so yeah anyways <laughs> Oh man, I had another question that came from that, but then I totally forgot. Oh yeah, I know it's like super challenging if there's an event and there's not a lot of people like interacting with you. And this one's like not on the list that I gave you. So um, take your time answering. What do you do? I, f I find that like so challenging. Like if no one's interacting with you, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, because I've seen other mascots do it and I've been in that situation where I'm like, holy crap, like what the hell am I supposed to do? Like no one's talking to me like, and there's really nothing for me to do. So, yeah. Yeah, um, it, you're right. It is very challenging. Um, it, it's especially more challenging when there's a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, like, I guess, like, kids could be playing on, like, inflatables or something. Uh, or you have, like, a, you know, a famous baseball player, you know, somebody else there with you. And they, you know, all, like, storm towards that. But, um I, I try not to like you know take attention away from like other people that I'm there with, but if it's just like they're they're you know playing on the flavors or something, uh, and I'm not you know still on somebody's thunder, um, I I usually you know break out some pranks around them. Uh, <laughs> I have to be like in the situation, but like I, I have a tail, so you know I flip up you know flip my tail up at people all the time. If they upset me or whatever, you know, <laughs> taunt me or something, or I I follow people. Uh, mimic people uh like i said before i still like stole their hats or something you know run away with it and you know that that gets people like kind of engaged and then you know that that brings kids to you know come visit you a little bit more uh if you make them laugh it, it just you know brings a smile to their face and uh draws more attention towards you so yeah, definitely. It's just it's difficult because you don't want to take away any thunder or and you don't like want to bother anyone, but you do like want to keep busy. You just don't want to be that like mascot that's just standing there. Yeah. So <laughs> so how do you deal with the unsupervised children, the drunks or maybe the groupies? And if you have a story you can share. <laughs> Man, well, first of all, uh, children and groupies are, are pretty much the same. I can usually uh, like take a few kids, you know, but, you know, put them in a huge group. Usually if they're well behaved, I can, you know, uh, handle it. But uh, if they start, you know, it's like a baseball baseball team or something, they start punching, kicking me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, they try to take Lucky's head off, and it's like, okay, I need to go away somewhere. Uh, so usually uh, in that situation, I first try to, like, get an usher's attention or something just you know signal them like hey i'm in trouble here i might you know die <laughs> but uh but yeah if uh, there's no like usher or you know like none of my bosses are around um 
I just try to inch closer to uh, an employee-only uh, spot in the stadium and then just kind of wait it out there or just try to get back to my locker room as quickly as I can uh, before, you know, before they trap me somewhere. <laughs> so no handler, right? I mean, you said, I mean, you mentioned ushers and stuff, so, like, you don't have a handler with you 24-7? <sighs> no, uh, we are fixing that, I think, this year. We, we've brought it up, and uh, we're, we think we're going to get a handler. It's not going to be a personal hander, handler uh, because we have a bunch of mascots. We have three mascots, so it's kind of going to kind of, you know, be all over the place but he'll definitely you know or he or she will definitely like keep a keep an eye out for all of us and (laughs) if she sees us you know any trouble i'm sure they would uh come come help real quick yeah that's that's something that we've touched on uh we requested a handler for next year so hopefully that frees some of that problem (laughs) yeah but are the ushers pretty good like or are they just like not my problem bro not my problem Yeah, there's a few of them that are good, but some of them just kind of like they don't see like what's going on. They just want you know like a lot of the like a lot of ushers for like a lot of sporting events. They do it so they can like watch the game and then yeah. in between innings, you know, make sure nothing's going on. Sometimes it's hard to get their attention, and then sometimes they have no idea what I'm like trying to signal them about. So uh, they just kind of look at me like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's like. How funny that that kid's trying to pull off that mascot's head, and it's like they don't do anything. It's like what? usually when that happens, I don't know. Like I have like one of those heads that like j- it just has a, a strap. It doesn't have like the thing that like go goes under your shoulders or whatever, so it like stays on. So usually, what I try to do if kids are like you know trying to pull it off, I usually like kind of like bite the side of the strap with like my mouth, and then like. Since I'm so tall, I stand up uh, because sometimes I, you know, I welcome a kid, I give him a hug, and then a bunch of kids come and, you know, try to pull my head off. So once I completely stand up, I should be fine uh, with the head problem. But, uh, but yeah, that that's how I handle that. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's only, like, happened to me once, and it was the first time I was in the suit. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's scary. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, – getting the handler for next season will def- definitely help that problem. And it it's it's a lot of pressure, you know, like what, once that's happening, because like you have those, you do have those teenage kids or like drunks that like try to pull your head off. And like, then you have a bunch of like sweet little innocent kids that think you're like an actual, you know, canary or whatever. Um, and I, don't know, I wish they would notice that there's like kids around, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's how I deal with that. yeah oh man there was a previous story where the kid accidentally like walked in on them and like went screaming out like it's not real (laughs) oh man so throw back (laughs) to that episode (laughs) so i mean have you ever received any strange requests i'm just gonna throw that out there if the answer is no okay but i feel like sometimes there's a weird story in here so yeah um Usually, if I receive a strange request, it's from a drunk, uh, and it's usually inappropriate, so uh, I tend not to do them. <laughs> but uh, other than that, like, I get a few, like, awkward requests, just, like, randomly, like, twerking or something, and there's, like, no music, just a baseball game going on or something. <laughs> but, you know, it, I do it, you know. Uh, you know, if it makes them happy, I'll do it. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, the past year, it 
I wouldn't say it's a strange request, but it was definitely a common request. Lucky dab. Oh, Lucky dab. Yes, Lucky yes. dab. And we have we have a uh, educational game where there's like thousands of of uh, school students uh, come on a field trip to the to an exhibition game, and oh man, <laughs> I'm up on the dugout, and that's all you hear. Lucky dab. Lucky dab. Lucky dab. It's like. Okay, I dabbed once. I don't have to do it a million times. <laughs> yeah, I did it like twice. I did it once, like in the Easter Bunny suit. I was like somewhere out there. There's a picture of me like doing the dab or whatever. So, because the little kid asked, and I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "Really?" And then the dad was like, "Do it again." But I was like already posed like in the picture, and then he was like, "Dab, dab, dab," and I was like, "Oh gosh!" I was like, "He's gonna take a picture of it." And then so like I had to do it. It wasn't even like at this point it was like the dad telling me to do it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But yeah, anyway, <laughs> that that's definitely uh, I I don't know what you call it a dance move. I don't know, but uh, it, it's definitely one that got old like fast <laughs> oh yeah i can't believe it's still out there like they still like request i mean i see the kids out there like telling like the mascots like if i'm at a king's game or or whatever like they they still ask for it. like oh my gosh it's yeah it, i don't know <laughs> that's probably my least favorite thing like to do because i, I got asked so many times it's like it's not even funny anymore <laughs> i feel like it's been years now i was like get over it like yeah. I don't know. Years from now, we're gonna. It's gonna be like the Carlton, where like I'm old, so like no. Do you know what? Oh God, do you know what the Carlton is? <laughs> I should probably ask you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of my kids like don't know what the Carlton are like is anymore. So I feel like I, I want to get to that point where no one remembers what the dab is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you have any regrets? Besides the dab, <laughs> besides dabbing so much. Um, you know, right now, not really. I feel like each season I try to do as many new things as possible. And that kind of helps me feel like I have no regrets because I, I feel like I can, you know, keep on going and keep on going. Uh, and if I think of something in the off season, uh, you know, I say, oh, well, I have next season, to, you know, to do it. But, you know, I feel like regrets may come uh, whenever... Whenever I, I do finish my mascotting career, you know, maybe a couple of years afterward, I'm like, oh, I should have done that. I should have done that. Oh, that would have been really funny, you know. Uh, but as of right now, not really, because I, I still have that, you know, I, I know I have that opportunity to to do what I want out, out and uh, make people laugh. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, what's the hardest part about mascotting right now for you? Physical stress, I guess. And usually, you know, I'm fine. Uh, I'm here in the Midwest, uh, Southern Illinois. So uh, it's it's one of the more humid, like, parts of the country. So uh, you can have, you know, an 85-degree day, but the humidity, you know, just takes it up 15, 20 degrees. It's crazy sometimes. But, um, you know, but along with that, like, heat, dancing. Uh, if I have a dance-off and I'm just, like, dancing for all out straight three minutes or something four minutes you know that that takes a toll sometimes going up and down all the steps I've, I've gotten used to the steps but you know like sometimes my calves are sore like after a game or they after a game hopping on and off the dugout stuff definitely takes a, a toll and then usually I, I i rest pretty well um 
after like a, a three game series and I don't feel that much, you know, fatigue, I guess. But whenever it comes to like a six game or nine game homestand where you're just like consistently out there for like a hundred plus degree games uh, every day, it, it, it gets hard, but uh, mm. it's not too bad. And your favorite thing about mascotting? You know, I just love making people smile. Um, I love making people laugh. Uh, I love all the high fives. You know, I, I have, I love seeing like all those fans, like the season ticket holders and stuff, uh, and all the people like I work with, the promotional like squad, the cheer squad, um, the ushers, you know, just just stuff like that. I I work in a a very good environment. I wouldn't trade it for the world. So definitely that that's that's the best part. You know, I'm I've been doing this for five years now, and you know, I've I've made so many friends, and uh, it's it's definitely definitely a good experience for me so oh yeah that's awesome that sounds cool and uh i know you had mentioned it before like the fanatic and the san diego chicken and benny the bull but i mean any other mascots out there that inspire you yeah without a doubt it it has to be yeah yeah. there's so much and i don't know if it's just because i mean he's he's fairly new i'm like right he, he was introduced like maybe what six years ago, seven years ago, whenever the Astros went to the America league out of the national league, I think they, they introduced orbit. And ever since then, like you see always like on Facebook, like, Oh, orbit's, you know, up, up to no good again, or like YouTube orbit orbit the mascot. And like, you see all, all this different stuff. And honestly, a, a bunch of different skits are inspired from orbits. Like one of my favorite things to do with lucky is pregame. I, I, I think it's great. I, I love the sport of baseball. And I love like like getting to know the players, uh, not just on my team, but the opposing team as well. Because, you know, sometimes you never know if they're going to be like, you know, MLB stars or something uh, someday. But uh, I always love going to the other, other team and messing with them uh, like while they're warming up. So I like I mimic, mimic them stretching. I brought a twister board out once. I, I put a... On a piece of paper, I, I love the miners, and I taped it on like one, one of their backs of their jerseys of the opposing team. You know, just 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 a bunch of different stuff that I get inspiration from Orbit, and that that's really the when I got the idea to start going to like that to other teams' uh, sideline while they're warming up and just messing with them. And like you know, most of them are really nice guys, and you know they love to play long, so. That, that's definitely something that Orbit has taught me, you know, o- over watching all of his, you know, YouTube videos and stuff. So, oh yeah, definitely Orbit is is one of my favorites. Um, just because he's my favorite color, like that shade of green is like I don't know, I call it avocado green. <laughs> like I love that color, and um, I tend to love the the bigger bellied mascots and just that like that choney run that he does like him out like in his underwear like the first time i saw that i was like oh my god those like those huge pair of <laughs> underwear like just made me laugh so hard i loved it and i was like yes yes like i love this mascot right here yeah, so, he's, yeah. Awesome. he's definitely awesome I, I i do like the like i'm sad that lucky doesn't have like a like a big belly but uh uh, we do have a mascot that does have a big belly and grounder, and it's just, it's funny whenever we get in a fight or something, and he he punches me. I'm like look at not looking, and he like runs away, and you know like you, you see grounder's butt jiggle like as he's look you know running away. It's just, it's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
And any shout outs, any shout outs to anyone in the world or anything else that you want to add before you give your shout outs? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I just uh, feel free to follow Lucky on Twitter or Facebook at Lucky the Canary. But um, I also like to thank like my bosses throughout my career. Um, I've been working there. I've, I've had a few different, I would say four or five, you know, different like main bosses. Uh, so I would definitely like to to thank all of them, you know, working with me, hearing what I have to say and stuff like that. Um, also like to, to thank our uh, COO, Mike Pinto. He, he's, he's made it so much more uh, fun for me to, uh, to go out there every, every night uh, doing those skits and dancing. Cause before we just, we just basically walked around and, you know, greeted fans. And I, I still pr- played like pranks on fans and stuff like that. But, it, it's definitely a different feeling whenever I'm like out there, you know, between innings, like, you know, front and center, like on the stage and then entertain the fans. And I do something funny and, you know, hearing like thousands of laughs, you know, throughout the stadium. So that's definitely uh, a big part of, of why I'm, why I'm still mascotting today. I just love it. And because of him, that, that was all possible. That's awesome. That's, it really is like, I love to hear when, you know, you get someone in like someone new and they just want to promote like the mascot. They just want to, you know, get fans involved, like the community involved. It sounds like that's this guy's plan. And, and I love it. Yeah. So, cause ma- mascots make life better. So hashtag that. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank yeah. you for taking the time to uh, talk with me and for reaching out. I know I had originally, I, I'm sorry, I had originally like turned you away, but then I was like, no, I'm going to 55. So that's definitely awesome. I, I, I love your show or podcast. It, it's it's definitely cool that you're, you know, it's all around the nation too. It's it's awesome that what you're, what you're doing. So that's awesome that you're doing that. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm only going to 55 though. When you're hearing this, like we already had this episode, but after talking to uh, David Raymond, I was like, eh, like, yeah, I think I could go a couple more. And um, <laughs> like he encouraged me to, you know, keep going. And and then I got a few people that apparently just got my mascot mail, like, like months later, like after I sent that like in 2017. And they're like, I just got like your mail. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, like, so once I got that, after I talked to to david raymond i was like i guess i have a few more in me like i can i can keep going and so yeah so i look forward to yeah. those episodes coming out and and yeah so but thank you for taking the time to talk with me and, and reaching out i really appreciate it and um i wish you the best of luck i hope you get a handler <laughs> this season <laughs> and yeah thanks for talking with me thank you thank you so much uh de- definitely enjoyed talking with you and that was it for episode number 52 oh hey guys I'm back. (laughs) If you don't follow me on my personal account, uh, that's cool. You don't have to. And I prefer that you didn't. But yeah, I was kind of hinting to a few people that I was going to keep going. Just to 55, though. Only 55. I have 53 recorded, but 53 is actually going to be 55. So that was with the NBA mascot. I'm hoping to get a university mascot in there and someone from Germany by the end of the week. And yeah, I just, the NBA mascot reached out and then the Germany mascot reached out. And I just thought, yeah, heck yeah, I want to talk to you guys. I don't want to talk 
too much. My producer has to do some work from home. So and it's like Sunday night as I'm editing this. Just shout out to Stanley C. Panther. He sent me some stickers and, and an NHL postcard of all the mascots. So that was pretty cool. He had like a little contest, like first 10 on every social media account would would get one. So I was lucky enough to get one of those trying to figure out my mascot wall in my office right now. So we'll see what makes it and what doesn't. And I'm going to some NBA all-star events on Friday. So I'll be at whatever that free thing is that's not at Staples Center or the convention center. And I'll be at some like practice on Friday. I wish I could have gone to more things, but it's pretty crazy. I work. I have a ton. I have a ton of reports. My producer's super busy and I actually have a concert on Saturday. So that kind of wiped out like most of the events that I can attend. So I was like, oh, Oh, well, I'll still be rocking out. I'll still be having fun. So anyways, thanks for listening. I hope you guys are still listening. <laughs> I hope no one like deleted the, the feed and stuff <laughs> once 51 hit. But anyways, thanks for listening and take care. Bye.